Welcome to the weekly sermon podcast of River City Church in Jacksonville, Florida. Our mission is to awaken people to the transforming presence and power of God's love. To find out more, visit rivercitychurch.com and thanks for listening. Man, that was awesome. I got to be here a couple of days and uh, share in some of the time at the end. I was listening to uh, a conversation between two gentlemen that were discussing the future of discipleship and children. And one of the men that was a part of the conversation works with this large organization that's been serving children globally for decades and decades and decades. And he's personally been a part of it for decades and decades. And one thing that they've begun to realize over the course of some really uh, solid research that they've done with the Barna Group and some other spaces, just experiential data that they've concluded is that they've boiled down the importance of building resiliency into a child. So this whole language of becoming a resilient disciple, meaning there are a lot of social pressures, there are a lot of temptations, there are a lot of um, persuasive narratives in our culture, and it's increasing and compounding year over year, like what it looks like to just be a kid and grow up in this world with uh, everything at your fingertips if you have access to a screen. Yeah, so the language that they were talking about was that they've concluded three Bs are important for children. And I just want to reaffirm what we did this week with these three words. The first is, it's very important for children to believe. It's very important for children to belong. And it's very important for children to become. Okay, what do we believe? Where do we belong? And who are we becoming? Okay, what do we believe? Where do we belong and who are we becoming? And sometimes we can get one of the three, right? The truth is important. Like if you grew up in the church, there's a tendency for every generation to reject the previous. So maybe you grew up like I did and you went to Sunday school. Anybody go to a Sunday school? Okay. And look, you're still here. You made it. Okay. So we think back on those things and we go, well, these things, you know, this, this was terrible. You know what happened though when I started getting trained for ministry and all that? I found that I knew so many stories. And because I knew so many biblical stories, God began to connect the dots on what the scripture was actually saying because I had been given a root of belief. There was no question in my home where I belonged. We were a part of a church. We knew that we were going to have a weekly rhythm at least of being a part of a church community. And at the time, there may have been Sundays where I was excited about that, and there may have been Sundays that I was not but I knew where I belonged, and it just wasn't a question, and that shaped me and formed me. I remember moving away to school, and when I, to college, and when I had the choice, okay, all of a sudden, okay, now Sunday was this choice. I remember feeling tension Saturday night, being like, you know, I've been formed for the last 18 to 20 years of my life. I've been shaped the last 18 to 20 years of my life, and I feel a tension. I should be a part of a body. I should be a part of a spiritual family. I should be a part of a community. That was shaped into me, okay? For better or worse with our upbringings, that was shaped into me, okay? And then the last thing is, who are we becoming, okay? And that doesn't happen without the first two because we're shaped by the truth and we're shaped by the people around us, right? Okay? shaped by the truth and we're shaped by the people around us. So I want to say this to you and I want to say this specifically maybe today to some of you fathers, right? About 15 to 20 years ago, I've been in the church scene, guys, so circa 
the 80s, I've been kind of involved with the thought happening in the church, and I've been teaching for 20 years. By the way, I've been teaching for 20 years, and I've always wanted people to go, ooh, ah. It never occurred to me to bring a leaf blower up here. <laughs> so next week, tune in, all right? But <laughs> I'll have yard equipment. Um, that was awesome. But uh, anyway, I have a tendency to break my own train of thought. I want to say this to you, specifically you fathers, okay? About 15 to 20 years ago, it became really, really trendy because a lot of us had been uh, maybe over-churched, if you will, to start saying things like, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian, okay? You don't have to go to church to be a Christian. And I'm not here to, go, like, change that and go, no, absolutely, you absolutely have to go to church to be a Christian, okay? I just think that's the wrong framework for the conversation, Okay? It's not about whether or not you have to go to church to be a Christian. It's not about whether or not if you're a Christian, you'll go to church. Both of those sort of have like a pressurized guilt emphasis. The question is, how are we being shaped and formed? And how did God create his world? Did he create his world with one day set aside for him? Yes or no? So if he created his world with one day set aside for him, that means that there must be something really important about the way we're shaped and our willingness to participate in that day. Okay? Now, I've watched families for a long time, a long time, and we pour out, man, like, I, I, I'm, I'm more committed to the next generation than I have been at every other time, any other time in my life, okay, any other time in my life. And we pour out, and our, and our, our team, and our church, and our leaders, and our volunteers, we are all going to pour out, but at the end of the day, one of the most important indicators that I have seen with whether or not a child wants to follow God wants to follow Jesus and worship the Lord with their life is whether or not their, their family, their, their parents set the tone for that, be it ever so imperfectly. And a lot of times that means leading out in repentance, leading out in confession, letting them know it's okay not to be okay. But it also means participating in the rhythms and the life of the people of God. Okay? You will look back and say, it's okay that we missed a lot of things that we were not a part of a lot of things, but I'm saying this to you for your sake and for the sake of your children and for the sake of those that you have influence over, leading them into a place of participating in the life of the church, okay? We talked this week. I said, has anybody ever been hurt before? Hands went up. I said, has anybody been hurt by their family before? Hands went up. I said, has anybody ever been hurt by their siblings before? Hands went up. I said, has anybody ever been hurt at church? Hands went up. This isn't a perfect place. It's the exact opposite. This is a space where we come together around someone who is perfect. This is a space where we come together around someone who's accomplished things for us and is our mediator and our go-between for God. So adults, the rhythms that you set, okay, the rhythms that you set for your family are important because there are things that our children learn actively and there are things that they learn passively and both of those things shaping them. So I want to encourage you in that. Weeks like VBS are awesome, but those should be supplements to the daily rhythms, to the daily patterns that shape us and form us. Um, if you're a dad in here, happy Father's Day. This is a complicated day, okay? It's a complicated day. Uh, some, some of us uh, are fathers. Some of us want to be fathers. Some of us uh, have a uh, dicey relationship with fathers. Uh, some of us have a dicey relationship with our children. It's just a complicated day, but it's a beautiful day. 
and I want to uh, honor you dads. Would everybody stand? I'm going to make a couple of announcements, some things we have going on, and then we're going to pray. And we're, we're going to finish early today, so as we move into our time of prayer, uh, during that time and space, it's just an overall time of worship, you're welcome to go back to the kiosk. Zoe will be back there if you like to give live and in person, but that's just another way that we continue our worship is through giving. But dads, and, and honestly men, I want to encourage you. You say, well, I'm not a dad, or I wish I was a dad, or I don't know if I want to be a dad, or I'm not sure about that. The, the, the church family is so different than any other people group, okay? It's so different than any other people group because within the church family, we have spiritual fathers, we have spiritual older brothers, we have spiritual younger brothers, we have spiritual sons. It's a spiritual family, and we need all of that working together at the same time, okay? So we're going to have biological relationships and families, and then we're going to have spiritual. There are some of you in this room that have referenced other people in this room to me as like a, like a mom or a dad spiritually, and that warms my heart, man. That really excites me because that tells me that we're, 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 we're functioning like a spiritual family, okay? But if you're, uh, if you're a man, I want, I want to invite you to a couple of things that we have going on, okay? The first is this. We have a movie night coming up, okay? This is really spiritual, okay? <laughs> you talk about a part of Jared's formation, like... I thought, man, I hope I never find the Ark of the Covenant, and if I do, I hope no one opens it, all right? But um, I know that you stream your things, but there are a few movies from time to time that you need to do the honor. You need to show some dignity to these films and watch them in a theater with a $15 soda and a $12 tub of popcorn, and if you're me, little Sour Patch Kids on the side, you know? burn the roof of your mouth, okay? But uh, men's movie night, I don't know about Indiana Jones. Guys, we're not doing it so that I can introduce you to Indiana Jones. We're, we're creating opportunities. Uh, you love Indiana Jones. Thank you, young man. All right? We're, uh, someone's parents are raising him up, right? Uh, Carlos, uh, we want to be shaped and uh, informed, but um, this is an opportunity for you to, to say, hey, I want to commit to a brotherhood of men in the church, and this is a, just a social time. So we're going to meet first at Mellow Mushroom, 530. And uh, we'll hang out, we'll eat some food, have a drink, and then walk over there. It's right next door in uh, Tinseltown. You buy these tickets online. Uh, the reason they're 15 is because we, we got XD. Like, we're not messing around, okay? Like, we got the big screen, okay? I don't like to go to a movie and watch a screen this size. I like to watch one the size of that wall if we're going to go. So uh, we'll do that. And then the second thing that I want to invite you guys to, and this is an open in invitation to every man here, is our uh, men's retreat. We're getting the word out on this a little bit earlier. Now, if you're a woman here and this is your first time here, we, we have some energy around our women's ministry too. They're, they just had a big event and there's some things that are going to kick off in the fall. So we have things now going for men and women. But to our men specifically, our men's retreat, we're going to be back at the same place we were at last year. It's going to end up being about 120 per person, but if you're willing to be the first few that register between now and September, we're going to give it to you for 95. Um, we will be uh, one night. Uh, we, we go in on Friday evening. The guys that went last year had a really meaningful experience. Um, I want to encourage you to go. Um, well, I already have friends uh, that are, that are uh, guy, other guys in the church. Well, that's great. You know, that's awesome. I want that for you. 
but I also want you to uh, help from that community that you already have receive more in because we've had a lot of new families, individuals, uh, younger guys, older guys, you name it, show up in the last couple of years, and they're looking to connect and form relationships. So this is going to be a good time for us to continue to work on brotherhood together and grow together and ask ourselves hard questions and ask God to meet with us. So uh, you can sign up for this on the Church Center app as well, Early Birds 95. Uh, I'm putting the word out on this a lot earlier than we did last year. Last year was our first one. Um, it's going to be in November. We had about 30 guys go last year. Um, I thought that was a great start, but I'd like to double that this year. I'd like to see about 60 of us go. Uh, we've got that many spots reserved already. So, um, you, you know, between now and November, you should be able to figure out your schedule for one Friday night until Saturday afternoon. I've given you enough time. So um, if you are in financial uh, constraints and just, it just feels impossible to you, let us know, and we are willing to work with you on that. Okay? All right, let's transition into a time of prayer.